This week I wanted to share an idea that always intrigues me every time I go through Pasha's Tchumeh, and that's about the clay Hamanoire. The clay Hamanoire, we find that the manure was made in a unique way. The Torah goes out of its way to say, Zemasa Hamanoire. And then it was Miksha Teyosa Hamanoire, like a Lushan Nifal, like it happened, it was done almost like by itself. Chazal tell us that it was Niskasha Moshe B'Tzuras HaMenayla. Moshe couldn't properly understand the exact surah of the Menayla. The structure, the shape, the, the all the aspects of the design of the Menayla, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a Menayla Shalesh. He actually made a Menayla made out of fire. And then, Moshe still couldn't make the Menorah. Even after he saw the Mara, even after Hashem gave him this vision, this Menorah, this fire, in the shape Menorah, he still couldn't make the Menorah. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him to take a, a kikor of Zov, to take a, a block of gold, and to throw it into the fire, and the Menorah came out. And that sort of explains the the the, the all the elements of the Pasuk, of Vizeh, that that was the vision, and Teosa is the fact that it ended up happening by itself. So I think there's really, I would say, like, three sets of questions that could be asked. One is, what was the point of HaKadosh Baruch Hu designing this Kli in a way that it should be beyond the normal comprehension to understand what it looks like? That's point A. Point B, right, is why did the Rabbani Shalom make a Menorah Shalash for Moshe if ultimately it's going to have to happen by itself? Ultimately, Moshe will have to take that Menorah and really the only piece that he's going to do is take the gold and throw it into the fire. He's not going to be able to design it and craft it on his own anyway. So what was the point of going through the process? Right? And I would say, lastly, is if anyway it's a Maishu Shemayim, in conclusion, why even have Moshe involved? Just like the Binyan Asidi, the Binyan Shlishi, according to many Rishanim, will come Final in its final phase, come down from Eshman Hashemayim. So the Menorah should have been the same. So it's really, it's like three separate trials. Okay, why make such a kli that's beyond comprehension? Could have made it a more simple Menorah. Once Hashem made that decision that that's the way it's going to be, and it's not going to be able to be crafted even after you visualize it. So why bother giving Moshe that preview of the Menorah Shalash? Right? Just tell him to take the gold and throw it in. Lastly, even if all HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have told Moshe Rabbeinu to do is take this gold and throw it in, I, we still have the question, so why? Just Hashem is anyway creating the Menorah, just make it. Faltic. I think that all of these questions have one singular theme. 
And that is that the Rebbeinishim gave us this beautiful Torah. The Torah is our life. It's a Chai But the Torah is Chach Malikus. The Torah is beyond the human comprehension. It really is. In fact, when we make the Birch Torah, we say, Hashem, you will teach us the Torah. We don't just say We don't just say Hashem gave us the Torah. Hashem is the ongoing teacher of Klal Yisrael. Now, what does that mean? I mean, everybody has their their Rebbe, their Rov, their Rosh Hashivah, who teaches them Torah. The Torah says that the Torah is beyond the human comprehension. There's heavenly intervention that literally, really performs part of the teaching process that we don't even realize subconsciously it's happening that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Zach Malam Yitzhak Lama Yisrael Chazal tell us there's a tremendous Yata Deshmaya I think this is all really enveloped in the Menorah itself the Menorah is that Kli that represents the entire Torah Shabal Peh the complexity of Torah the dimensions of Torah the Pilpul Torah the Chachmas Torah all the elements of Torah Amurumas are hinted in the Menorah, which is the Kli of Torah. And for that reason, Hashem taught us several lessons here. Lesson number one, don't say it's beyond. Don't say it's beyond. Hashem will intervene. Hashem will intervene. Ultimately. At the same time, that's the final. That's that's the final menorah that comes out of the Ish. Don't worry. Hashem will have this menorah appear. Your menorah, your Torah, your light that you're going to get in this Torah, Hashem will make it appear. Don't worry. Don't worry. But, you have to study the Torah. You have to engage in every element. And after you've exhausted your resources, then the light will come. First you have to try. Then Hashem will give you the siyata deshmai of seeing it. And then for it to materialize, there'll be a next level of siyata deshmai. But that also you're going to have to throw the gold into the fire. And every step of the way, as a person exhausts his resources, HaKadosh Baruch Hu kicks in. And I just want to end with a beautiful Evan Ezra on the Pesach and Tehillim. We know Hashem gives endless strength. So the, the Evan Ezra asks, why is it Why is it Yachlifu? It should say, those who trust Hashem, they will have endless strength. Yachlifu sounds like it's an exchange. So the Evan Ezra says beautifully, Mamish, this idea that I'm sharing with you. Yachlifu, nobody has endless strength. No human being has endless strength. Hashem tells you, you have to use what you have. Once you use what you have, yachlifu, there'll be an exchange. Hashem will regenerate more strength. And as you use that, Hashem will again, there's constantly going to be an ongoing yachlifu kech. We should all be zeichet to see tremendous siyat adishmaya in all of our ruchnias. Shibitaka b'miskayim, yalueva kanishorim. Agutin Shabbos.